Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier, yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn, apply it to your life. It's your time to live a successful life. You are Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I am your host, Corey Barrier. And today, folks, we've got a great episode coming up. So I am, good Lord, I'm pretty dang on tired. My throat is getting a little bit scratchy, probably because I went hard in the paint. Do like we feels like I went from seven a.m. ish, seven thirty till about that time every night, which doesn't seem like that long of a day. But when you're up on concrete walking and talking to people, that's where you get drained. But I'm going to tell you, it was. It was the coolest event I've ever been to, really. Um, and I've just never been around so many amazing people. Like, I didn't meet one bad person while I was there. Not one bad person. But I do want to talk, tell you guys a little bit about some of the things that happened at Connect this year. PHCC Connect. So, it's the Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling Association, which I'm a part of. I'm the chairperson for the Auxiliary Committee, which is typically run by women. But they had an opening, and this summer I jumped on it because at the end of the day, oh, the average um, the average plumber in North Carolina, 62, 63 years old, <laughs> you got to bring in newer people, right? You, you, if you don't bring in a newer generation, I mean, you're only going to work another 10 years probably. I mean, it's, you know, you got to think about these things. If you're a business owner and you don't have a plan to exit, well, what are you going to do? And I'll tell you what I find a lot of times is guys that most guys that, that are in the trade start out as, you know, a, a, a probably apprentice, truthfully, and then move into their own business, get their journeyman license. But but and they get great at their craft and then they decide to open a business. When that happens, of course, you there's a lot of stuff that happens within a business that you're, you're just not really aware of. You're not supposed to be aware of it. And I, I talk about this a lot because I think it's really important. Lots of times we get down on ourselves and you may get down on yourself because you don't understand something, but you may get down on yourself because you just can't seem to hire the right person. Meaning like, let's just say, for example, a marketing person. You, that is a gripe every business owner on the planet has is they can't find a good marketing company or they can't find a trustworthy marketing company. 
or they, you know, it, it, the list goes, oh, I'm just using marketing as an example because it's an easy one to pick on because you hear horror stories with marketers, but you also hear success stories. And when you work with good people like I do, you know, those success stories outweigh the bad stories. Anyhow, most people don't have that experience. I think it's really important that if you are, you know, if you're if you're if you own a trades company, if you own a plumbing or an HVAC company and there's stuff that, you know, if you're struggling with it, you just got to figure out who can help you. Right. And, and that's why I think the PHCC is such a good organization, because you've got all the resources you need inside of that group. But here's the thing. You can't just sign up for the PHCC and get the freaking email list and start blasting all the members with your stupid pitch. Because, look, that does not work. And that's not what the organization is about. And if you don't have enough common sense to realize that, you know, a lot of times these associations, this goes along with, you know, your your local um, chamber, right? People join the chamber because, you know, that's what everybody says small businesses need to do. You go into the chamber and like at the end of the day, I got zero benefit out of the chamber. I'm just going to be honest with you. And I'm not here to dog the chamber. Doesn't even matter what chamber it was. But I've well, heck, I've been a part of a bunch of chambers, but I've just never really, and I've worked these chambers, meaning like I, I and maybe maybe it was my fault. Maybe I just didn't work them right. I'm not sure, but I just didn't get much benefit. I got here's the feeling that I got. Really new, almost solarpreneurs slash you know, kind of business owners. And I'm not saying that about everybody, but th th it was just a feeling that I got. And, and, and I think that a lot of people join the chamber to learn about business. And I'm, I'm kind of past that. No, I'm not kind of, I am past that stage. Not, I'm not past the stage of learning. I'm past the stage of, you know, the early stages of business because I've already been there and I've already done that. And, and I think everybody has to do that. Everybody has to make mistakes. If you don't make mistakes, you're probably not, do anything worthwhile. Um, and that, that's just my feeling. But I do want to talk about for a second some of the really amazing people over this um, over this past week. And a million people stuck out to me. But, uh, you know, I, I realized this week I, I was unbelievably proud. Pardon the interruption. This is your host, Corey Barrier, and I want to say thank you so much for helping the Successful Life Podcast rank top 5% in the whole world of podcasts. Also, I educate and develop service technicians and CSRs in your HVAC and plumbing company. On average, I uncover a minimum of a 20% increase in revenue every single time. If that's something you're interested in, you should text me at 919 896 Nine 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 nine. Back to the show. I was unbelievably proud, is because mo most of the national PH, a lot of the national PHCC, like like our president Joel Long. Well, he he was our president until this week. Uh, he's from North Carolina. Rick Whitaker with Brown Brothers Plumbing. He's from North Carolina. He's our new vice president. He was the secretary, national secretary. Bonnie Whitaker, his wife is now our National Auxiliary 
I can't remember what position Bonnie. I'm sorry, but anyway, I think it's I, guess, I thought it was president, but I could be wrong. I don't remember which one it was. There's a lot going on this weekend. Um, Jeff Voss, North Carolina again, uh, zone direct. He's a zone director. Um, and so those are the people that. Oh, wait a minute. Nope, that's not it. Sorry, almost left out Dale Dawson. So Dale, it, Dale actually lives like five minutes from me. Uh, Dale's the inspector for North Carolina. Um, and Dale, I like, dude, I love Dale. He's such a nice guy. and He's just such a down-to-earth guy. In fact, everybody that I've named are, are salt-of-the-earth people. Um, I just talked about, I mentioned Jeff Voss not long ago on here. You know, him and his wife, Janice, uh, which she's on, she's been on the National Auxiliary Board for up to 10 years. You know, they cooked us breakfast one one day. Uh, we were in their their town, Boone, and they cooked us breakfast. Just they, It was just really cool. <clears throat> and so I also want to say I, I got to meet, um, obviously I got to meet Dave Frame, who's the new National PHCC president. Congratulations, Dave. Um, I had a chance to speak to Dave for a little while. I, this guy's, I really like this guy. I don't know. He just, he's got, he's got a, he's just got a different um, demeanor. Not, not different. He just, he's got a calming demeanor about him. I don't know how to explain that, but you know how, when I'm, I, I'm an empath, so I pick up on people's energy and y'all probably think I'm a weirdo saying that. I don't really care, but I picked up, you know, I pick up on people's energy. I pick up on if they're a good person or they're, there could be an asshole in life and you could pick up on that too. You know, Dave's one of these guys that just makes you feel comfortable. And so I invited Dave to come on to, to the podcast. So he's going to come on sometime shortly and we're going to get to hear about his story. Uh, and I think that's going to be really cool. In fact, there's several guys that we talked to. that's going to come on and come on the show. Amer- the American plumber stories, guys, um, I got to meet those two guys, and I, I apologize. I cannot remember that freaking name to save my life. We're going to have those two guys on and the, you know, the guy that, that does the show, and I'm blanking on his freaking name too. Sometimes that happens. Also, we got to hear from his name, but I got to, and I got to talk to, to Mark uh, Ingrao. In Ooh, I nailed that. I can't even believe it. It looks weird when you look at it. I don't know. It just, but... It's kind of a cool last name. But anyway, Mark was, Mark's our chief operating officer for, I think I got that right, for the PHCC National. But he, but he also is a, I think he said the first down mar- marker for, well, I don't know who they are now, but the, used to be the Redskins. And so I just think that's kind of neat, you know, to be able to see, you know, to be on the sidelines of, you know, watching the, watching the football game and, and refing or, or r- running the, the first down marker is not reffing. And I think that's what he said. But if I screw that up, Mark, you got the gist. Let's see. Oh, man. We got to go to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. And look, I, I'm not a NASCAR guy. I personally don't care. I don't really care one way or the other because I don't really pay attention to NASCAR. But I'll tell you what. It was really fascinating going into that Hall of Fame because you get to see all of these old people's older cars, uh, Dale Earnhardt's car, who's now, you know, passed, obviously. 
in Richard Petty, it was it was kind of, it was really kind of cool. It was super cool. In fact, it was yeah, it was really dope. Uh, one other thing that was cool is we got to ride, we got to simulate. You know, of course, they have simulators that you can drive on the track. And I, I'm just gonna tell you, I came in 12th out of 14th place. I did not do well. And then you, uh, they let us go and you simulate, you know, a pit crew. And so you do it for time, which was a lot of fun. It was, it was really, it was really cool. And we got to hear the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Tools has a band. And I can't remember the Milwaukee something. I can't remember their name, but they were really good. I was shocked at, first of all, I was shocked that the company had a band because I just didn't know that. This is the first trade event I had been to. That, that's fascinating. What a cre- incredible marketing uh, plan to have your own freaking in-house band that kicks ass. The other two people that I wanted to, to well, there's a couple other people, Stephanie and Stephanie Blazik and Adria. Of course, Adria, I don't know your last name. Well, Stephanie's our, our executive director. She had a lot to do with putting some of the stuff together this week. Both of those girls did, and they did a really good job. So congratulations to them as well. So let me get back to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So we, so before we went to the NASCAR Hall of Fame, we went there and had dinner and all kinds of cool stuff. And so there we, we got to hear these this race team speak or prior to that. The gentleman's name is Chris Auer. Like O U R, his daughter's name is Mary Hour O U R, and their name it's and their racing team is called Our Racing Team. Now that's it, Chris. So Chris is the, the the dad, and Mary is the daughter. Okay, so they own three race teams, and I don't know exactly. I know that it's not a NASCAR team, but it's like whatever the division is right below that. By all accounts, if you know as little about racing as I do, it looks like a NASCAR car. All right. So, but what's fascinating about these two individuals and also um, Kevin, and I can't remember Kevin's last name. Kevin lives like, Kevin's from Winston-Salem, which is like, you know, 30, 45 minutes from where I grew up. And in their shop, I think he said is in Greensboro. I can't remember exactly where he said it was, but somewhere in that vicinity, um, and I'm going to go check that thing out. It, it's really cool. But here's here, here's my point in bringing this up. Mary is 18 years old. One eight. She's the youngest person and probably the youngest, well, obviously the youngest female and the youngest person to ever own in, um, a race team. And so that's pretty dope, I think. I, I mean... I, I don't know. Like she grew up obviously with her dad racing and, 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 and learning from him. But, you know, I just think it's, I just think it's fascinating that a girl 18 years old would be that deep in their business. And like, this girl's got her crap together. She's got her stuff together. You can tell, like she knows her stuff and she spoke and did a fantastic job for 18 years old. I mean, she, Probably spoke better than I did. It felt like, I don't know. She was, um, she just did a really good job. And I think that, I think they've got a really cool thing going. Part of the reason they spoke, they were part of the sponsors. I believe that's right. 
you know, you think about branding. Y'all hear me talk about branding, Br- branding home services. I, t- I talk about Dan Antonelli all the time because I think he does such a great job with his branding. If you think about this, how many, and, and I don't know the exact number of this, but I can tell you the numbers they told us. There's one to two million eyeballs that hit that racetrack on an average race, right? So if your name is on that car, you're going to get one to two million eyeballs on your brand right then and there. That's pretty cool, right? And, and surprisingly, I don't know what you would think that it would cost. It's approximately, if you wanted to do the whole car, and I'm just, it's about $100,000. I believe he said $100,000 a month. So $1.2 million dollars a year that is like that's probably like the biggest package they have so don't base everything on that because i know that they have smaller things they have smaller sponsorships they have different packages and they customize stuff for you and they work with you depending on what race it is depending on what you know what it is you're looking for uh, so on and so forth and they have ways to you know also extend out your um, you're advertising past what you pay for. And I'm not going to get into all that because that's not my cup of tea. But, um, you know, if that's something you're interested in, I definitely know a guy that can can you could talk to. And I'm probably going to bring I'm probably going to bring this team onto this show because I think what they've done is super cool. And it's pretty fascinating when you see some of the stuff that goes on inside of this, uh, you know, inside of this race team. Like, it's pretty phenomenal. We got to go inside of the trailer, you know, like the the race team trailer. And it's wild because you walk, you you, you know, from the outside, it looks like a uh, looks like a regular trailer. But you walk inside and like the whole inside's got springs and, you know, all these pieces of equipment. But it's all so neat, clean and put together perfectly. It was a fascinating experience. The last thing I'll say is. I gave my talk on Wednesday and oh gosh, right before the talk, I misplaced my camera that I was going to record the talk on. And, you know, for me to have 45 minutes of content is a lot of content live speaking. Y'all know this. I'm ADHD. I lose things, but typically I don't lose super important things. And so somehow I misplaced my camera. And this happened, I kid you not, 20 minutes before I was supposed to go on. You know, if you, you may or may not understand what I'm about to say, but if you are in the middle of doing something and something goes sideways like that, it throws me for a loop. But I'll tell you right now, I was able to pull it together and just know this talked not about me. The camera was about me. The, the talk has nothing to do with me. Or when I recognize that about, when I recognize that this is not about me, this is about the people in the crowd, then I change my perspective of how I was looking at things. I think the talk went great. I'll tell you right now, I had a great turnout. I had one of the biggest turnouts in any of the rooms that I was in. Now, and I don't mean like I had the biggest turnout of any room, any of the like breakout rooms. My room was pretty full, 
Uh, I don't say that to brag or anything, but like I was talking about what everybody's dealing with, which is how to retain talent, right? I mean, it's, and I understand this because it comes down to your sales team, right? If your sales team is making more money, they are going to remain employed, right? If you can provide a platform for your CSRs, your technicians, to sell more, then they're going to make more money, you're going to make more money, and they're never going to leave your company. How you treat your employees, it comes down to, do you even know what your employees like? Probably not. You probably have a blanket sort of incentive program, and you probably don't know what they like personally. And that's the problem with a lot of the companies that I see out there is you just got to take the time to invest to find out what your people enjoy. What makes them want to come to work for you? And if you're nervous to ask that question, then you need to look at yourself. You need to look at the company. If it makes you uncomfortable to think you have to ask that question to your to your employees, then if you're nervous to say, hey, dude, why do you come to work? If you're nervous because you know he's going to say, because blank, 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 I need a job, you know, that's going to hurt. So, you know, I get it. I, I get why you don't want to have that conversation. But I also get why you need to have that conversation. Because if you don't have that conversation, my friend, your business is going to suffer. And I don't want to see that. You know, if you if there's something that you're struggling with in your business, Find somebody that can help you with it. Don't be so egotistical that you can't ask someone for help. Because your ego is not your amigo. Do me a favor, guys. Hit the uh, Successful Life podcast. Smash that inside the Apple app. Leave us a review. Leave us a couple of sentences. Tell me what you think about the show. Tell me what you would like for me to bring, if you would like for me to bring an industry titan onto this show, like Dave Frame, right? Like Joel Long, like Dale Dawson, like any of these guys that I've mentioned, any of those guys that I've mentioned, Mark, Rick, any of them, right? Think about that. If you want to, if you want to know something in the HVAC and plumbing industry, all you have to do is reach out. Tell me who you want me to bring on and I'll bring them on. And then you can send me questions and I'll ask them the questions you want to hear about. Look, I, I, I'll bring on anybody you want. So I'm super excited about this and I had planned to get a podcast out Friday, but, you know, PHCC just took it out of me. So apologies, we skipped last week or last Friday, but there was pretty good reason for it. So look, guys, I appreciate you listening to the show. I appreciate you watching the show if you're watching it on YouTube. And we'll see you guys on the other side. If you took anything away from this podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This, 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 this is the Successful Life. Thank you for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey.
Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at coreybarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.